0: Hello, everyone, or should I say little fuckers, um, because I'm the motherfucker. It's a joke in my mind, but now I'm trying to make it a thing, you know, establish the brand and such. Have you, whether you're new or a return listener, gotten our merch yet? Because you should. It is so cute. Um, There are so many products. They're so soft. They're so silly and comfy. Um, it's in collaboration with a company called NU, but it's spelled N-U-S, but meant to represent like the French NU, which means us. Um, the creator went to Northwestern with me, shout out Balam. And yeah, I mean, we have so many cute things. We have two sweatshirts, but I digress because I say that too much, and a little Fucker um, in two different colors, white and pink. And then we have the little fucker t-shirt and the little fucker baby onesie for any moms or aunts or uncles or cousins out there, whatever the fuck. Uh, and then the last two things we have are the tote bags with the logo and then the spill the tea mug, which is a personal favor of mine and may sell out soon. So get it while you can get it while the tea is hot. Um, so if you want to buy this, which you do, either go to the link in my Instagram bio at CKNY1213 or at WTF sub pod, And I have a link on my link tree there. And then if not, go to we are NUS, so we are new.com. And then make sure to go to collaborations and the what the fuck's up collaboration so that you are supporting me and the show because I got to pay my bills. Um, Thank you, guys. Can't wait to see you wearing them. And if you do, please tag me so I can reshare. Okay, bye. everybody and welcome to what the fuck's up podcast
1: i'm caitlin and i'm nina you seemed unsure of your name i was trying to decide if i was gonna say needs, but then i was like oh it sounds a little aggressive. oh wow
0: she's getting intimate with you guys
1: yeah you guys can call me nines now <laughs> with a z maybe with a z yeah i will say i have a lot of friends that spell it with an s or they say nins that's nins <laughs> and i just like allow it it is nines but there's certain people in my Nins life. Nines sounds like like ninny, like nincompoop. Thank you, that's really lovely. <laughs> considering there is a large group of people that calls me that, so guys,
0: I would rethink it now. Everybody's rethinking it.
1: Yeah, everyone should rethink it. No, it is funny though, because there's I think that it was people that saw nines on paper before meeting me, and then they were like, oh. <laughs> It's And I was like, no, but
0: no, not is. so guys, I was just telling Nina that I, uh, may or may not have totally embarrassed myself last <laughs> night by, so I went to Lucas them show, shout out Lucas. Um, he's a former podcast guest. He's hilarious. He's obsessed with all things politics and real housewives, quite the combo, but, um, yeah so i went to his show and he had a bunch of like really cool people on and then he was like they really did amp it up they were like <laughs> special guests like she's trying to she's a surprise herself. and then they like made it seem like she had to go earlier because she was like in a rush and had to go and they were like rachel maddow and i was like whoa And this woman straight up was up there and, like, interviewing people and saying hi to everyone. I was like, Rachel Maddow is such a G. She's, like, so chill, so funny, like, a little shorter than I thought. (laughs) And then I go home and I, like, I just look up her height because I was so surprised by this Rachel
1: Maddow character. Also, keep in mind, Caitlin posted on her Okay, story. you know what? It wasn't
0: up for that long, <laughs> but I was surprised by her being like five feet, and Rachel Maddow's 5'11", and I was like, oh my God, Caitlin, you idiot. She was an impersonator.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> and I literally texted, texted Lucas
0: about it i was like should i ask her to come on i was so tired to you be you fair. literally
1: almost went up to network and you were like i'm yeah, just really tired and i was like yeah do it another I time." i would have
0: thank god i did not go up to this impersonator uh, and like really try to like that would have been i would have probably died on the spot
1: <laughs> passed away <laughs> passed away there she goes i love when there's things that embarrassing it's like so random but a friend spencer shout out spencer he was shouted out on Nikki Glazer's podcast, which, Ooh. Nikki, we'd love to have you. Um, <laughs> Nikki, fuckboy island. Yeah, like, job. we would love to talk about everything. But yeah. Nikki Glazer shouted him out and he was DMing him, being like, you're so funny or whatever. And he accidentally Instagram called her. Oh, no. <laughs> like, hit it by accident. And he oh, tweeted no. and was like, yeah, I'm going to pass away now. <laughs> I was like, that's awful.
0: Like, oh, my God. Why does so Instagram
1: dumb. even have that feature?
0: Like, I don't know. Chill out. You're not Skype. One more embarrassing story that I had in our notes. This is bad. Um oh no. Okay. So I have like a penchant for somehow being able to talk about someone and they just magically appear. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. I, wonderful. I don't know if it's like a small curse or what, but it happens like every few years in a way that's like mind-boggling. Like it's so bad that you can't. So basically I was on a date on Sunday night. And we're walking down a street in Chelsea. I won't say what street. And the guy who I was with is like, oh, my ex-girlfriend like lives on this block. And I was like, oh red my flag. God. Like I have an ex hookup who lives on this block too. Oh, great. You're both red And so flags. I yeah, we're both just walking Jeez. red flags. No, it gets worse. And so I'm like, <laughs> Some I'm talking about it. I was like, yeah, this guy is like, I, there's nothing wrong with, no, there was something wrong with him. He was like kind of a fuck boy and just like annoying. And I ended up telling him off because he and his friends were just like being rude. And we never like hung out again after <laughs> I unfollowed him. I was like, I hate this guy. <laughs> hate is too strong, but I was just like, I don't fuck with him anymore, whatever. No. And he, <laughs> watches all my stories every single story without fail and like we'll vote on all my different polls and stuff I've just always engagement. thought it was like funny that he interacts so much I'm like I guess he really didn't like totally pick up on the message but now he has because I was saying these exact words <laughs> to the guy I was on the date with and all of a sudden I look forward and I'm looking this dude straight in the eyes no way. and he's with a girl no no it was bad and he's with a girl on a date and I just start I didn't know what to do like I was so caught off guard that I just start cracking up like I handled it like a dick I didn't mean to oh I
1: what just did start- the guy do
0: he just looked at me like a deer in headlights and I looked at him like a deer in headlights and then started cracking up and kind of ran away honestly I handled it like a five-year-old I like I just didn't I didn't know what to do and then it happens I was looking for like some kind of I don't know reassurance from my date I was like he didn't it was bad when I laughed in his face but like before that like he didn't hear like he was having his own conversation with his date and he's like no, he like stopped and like looked at you, and then was kind of just like listening. That's so tough, and I That's couldn't so breathe tough. for straight up like five minutes. Oh god! Also, people have to understand. I live in Chelsea. I live like four blocks away from this person,
1: and you've like never. It has been
0: him. a solid year. I've never once run into Did you
1: love how that happens? Like it's a beautiful thing.
0: What the? It, is it? Do you think it's just like the universe laughing at you, Sometimes, like you dumb yes. bitch? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes I think it's too coincidental.
1: Honestly, sometimes I think we pass people and we just don't realize it. Like you probably passed him more than you think.
0: <sighs> I don't know, but I've never looked him straight in the eyes right after talking about him.
1: Well, you know,
0: I really don't think I have because on his block, I always keep an eye out. And I walk Lila
1: his- there every day. Well, it sounds like you wanted to see this. No,
0: way. I absolutely <laughs>
1: did not. Let's stir the. I pot. kind
0: of was hoping, like by this point, he had moved away, but it turns out.
1: Turns out, I thought you there. were gonna say that he was on a date with the other guy's ex girlfriend. That would have been epic. I know. I, I really was, like, wish that. Hoping epic. for that. No, she got deported
0: <laughs> <laughs> to Australia, so it's like fine. Oh, that's kind of. <laughs> yeah, nice. it's not
1: like. But like. <laughs> yeah i mean like she's in a better place Like she'll but, like, be fine she'll be like okay she i don't she's feel in bad better for... place. <laughs> she's in a better she's place, in a better now. place now. sounds like she's passed yeah no she well, oh, that God. does suck though it's like a harsh oof
0: yep yeah. yeah do you have any
1: more stories you want to tell no my life is slowly trying to figure it out i don't even know what's going on in my life these days yeah i really don't have anything interesting that's happened to me recently um been doing a lot of comedy making people laugh i saw a lady shit in between two subway cars that was fun that is
0: so special um
1: new york city guys
0: okay well today's episode is so great i was editing it and it was a dream i laughed i cried um that's not totally true but like it was it's such you may laugh and cry honestly yeah you may laugh and cry listening um but yeah ren is so amazing she's so fucking cool she looked so good I like literally had a girl crush on her I was like I've always had a girl crush on
1: her she's amazing
0: um so basically guys I'm out here as per usual back in the day like I would always talk about in the intros because I was like talking to myself but like (laughs) (laughs) fun times (laughs) um but like I always am trying to befriend my guests and um run is no exception to that so enjoy the episode please rate review subscribe and share it with a friend please and um
1: yeah that's it here's the episode
0: Hey everyone, and welcome to What the Fucks Up podcast. I'm your host Caitlin Kelly,
1: and I'm your other host Nina
0: Barnett. And today we are joined by model and comedian and just all around wonderful presence, <laughs> Ren Parker. Ren, what the fucks up? How are you? I'm
2: so good. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. This is fun. I'm I love happy. girl time like this.
0: I know. And we have Delilah here too, who really yes. likes a girl power. The
2: mascot. The mascot. She's yeah. She's our
0: new podcast. Where's mascot? the Delilah
2: merch? I want some of
0: that. I. <laughs> (laughs) I honestly have been thinking, like, pre-Nina coming on, I really wanted to make, like, doggy merch. Like just like little bandanas like, yeah.
2: <laughs> or just like oh, I love that. a
0: little like doggy sweatshirt that says little fucker. Yes. Like, yeah. I love right, that. I right. love that. Okay. So guys, if you want that, that and the baby in out. the
1: onesie. Oh my God.
0: Yeah, yeah. We do have a baby onesie. Oh, cute. <laughs> oh, cute.
1: <laughs> all you need in life. It's really all you need.
0: Truly all you need. Um, but thank you so much for being here today. Ren also gifted us, which made us look like <laughs> yep. the worst host. Both as like you being in our space, but also I gave water. Not at all. (laughs) Water and
1: I turned the air conditioning on. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes (laughs) it's
0: later in the day, we'll like, offer alcohol but that's yeah that's about the furthest I know I thought get.
2: the same thing I was like maybe I'll bring alcohol and then I was like it's three they can't know what
1: a degenerate you are yet no listen <laughs> I that the amount of times I've been like should we offer tequila and Caitlin's <laughs> like I mean it's it's kind of like one on a Monday <laughs>
0: I'm like Nina I haven't tried working out yet like maybe I have to get some shit together um but yeah no we don't discriminate here although I also was telling Nina this, but when I started out, I like would have people over sometimes. I didn't do them in person a lot, but yeah, between the not having the engineering down for in person and then also like the drinking by the yeah. end it would just be like and then not I'm like oh my god is this what people have to listen right. to when I'm out like I sound so fucking annoying like yeah. just not speaking English it's yeah, that's wonderful tough,
2: you know but that is tough. what alcohol does so. yeah uh, apparently sure, it's also sure. funny because you always think you're the friend that's not like that oh yeah <laughs> and then you see like a video that was taken of a night out and you're like oh no <laughs>
1: oh no you're like oh, I take it not. all back also yeah. though there are those friends though that will be like oh I was blackout last night and you're like right. what yeah
0: yeah literally and then you start
1: thinking like maybe that's me yeah yeah yeah. and it's not
0: yeah it's scary either way um everybody stay safe drinking (laughs) I've become literally Nina knows I've become such a grandma recently where if I drink too much I'm like that just took it out of me yeah later 20s people I'm telling you it hits so today we have you on we're so excited to have you on um you are technically a curve model is curve model like the
2: right term for it now or do you still say plus size yeah people say plus size it doesn't yeah. bother me i know some people are trying to make a one yeah. of that i'm like this fat ass makes me money i don't care what you <laughs> i don't care um but no i guess the distinction yeah. though is that even so like right now i'm kind of what you'd call an in-betweeny that's what they'll call them in the yeah, industry i In-between. i was gonna say not that it, i mean it's
0: amazing to be curved plus size model right. whatever but you really are like not
2: yeah very plus size. right well <laughs> and even when i was bigger and yeah. like still considered plus size yeah. um people would still say that They'd be like, you, you don't even look plus size and I'm like it's not a dirty word don't say it like <laughs> yeah. that's not a dirty that's word so it's true. just a descriptive word like yeah. it's not it you know yeah um so yeah but even even then when I was a little I mean I was like a, right now I'm probably a 12 and a, mm-hmm. a, like a while ago I was a larger 14 and even then I still like was a plus size model but I never bought plus size clothes myself like I was you know you're like right at the bottom end of it so there's a lot of weird stuff with that with the modeling industry or like I'll see clothes on my like that all model and then I'll go on the website and buy them Mm -hmm. and be like why doesn't it look like Why doesn't it look on me like how it looks on the model and I am the model like because they pinned it on you and you were there and you knew it like like they pinned the shit I was there that (laughs) is
0: exactly me and revolve like that is the story of me and revolve I'm like wait it just doesn't fit the same oh wait this also I know one of the revolve models and she is just like a little stick shout out Mila but I think if anything people asking that I mean hopefully they're not using it as like it's a dirty word because that's fucking stupid but it's more so I think it just sheds light on like how still even today and obviously you'd know more about this than i would but like the modeling industry standard of like normal size is so warped in like the small direction that's just like mind-boggling you know so that's really how did you is. get
1: into this model like curve model like uh, yeah
2: okay well let me see if I can rush this her story, face
1: so. <laughs> like
0: look at her face guys I wish you could see her she looks stunning I know I'm like, <laughs> we're like I'm like, oh, I'm like in my
2: pajamas
1: have... always yeah as I, we now know No, honestly
2: we're all kind of vibing like, the, I feel oh, like yeah, I like that we got the black moment. and white it's yes. like a punky yes. pink moment
1: I'm I love that it. yeah
2: and then you have you're like little
1: prince yeah I do have
2: a pink scrunchie I could have worn but god
1: start over get back um
2: Um, Yeah, so modeling, like I, uh, my mom was a photographer or is a photographer. And so um, she started taking photos of me from like a young age and whatever. Um, But in Utah, like, so I grew up in Utah. Utah is behind the world in any trend by like five to 10 years. So like curves (laughs) still aren't a thing there. And at the time, like when I was in high school, I was getting scouted by local agencies and I was a size six and I was an athlete, um, like, but like half the size I am now. So still not (laughs) <laughs> not plus size not yeah. curvy but considered too big even then so like i'd have oh, local agencies weird. see my work online ask me to come in and then they'd be like you're perfect we love you we just need you to lose like 30 ish pounds get to show. yeah oh, yeah my God. and i like, was like
0: <laughs> something most people will not do in a lifetime right nope. exactly well it's and i not-
2: also, was like that's not anatomically possible for my body. Like, if yeah. I had starved yeah. myself, I could have maybe gotten to a four. But I was like, my hips are simply set further apart than a two. That just won't yep. ever happen yeah. for me. Um, and so, you know, and luckily, I still like I was a competitive water skier, and I had all these other things that I enjoyed that I wasn't willing to give up to do that. And so I was yeah. like, okay, I guess I'll just never do it professionally. And I just kind of freelanced here and there. Um, and then I came into like my full figured womanly body <laughs> and, um, and then at this point my agency um, found me on Instagram like a New York agency Amazing. found me on Instagram and mm-hmm. it happened all within two weeks they were like we love you not even in spite of your size but like because of it like mm-hmm. we think you like this is now's the time curves are a thing let's go and we're gonna move you out here and they're like we're booking you a one-way ticket and we think you should just do it and try it oh <laughs> so gosh. I did I quit my job it all happened like super super fast um but yeah it Wait, so how old were you at this point? I was 21 Okay, got it, got it
0: Wow, that's so crazy. That like, gives me goosebumps. I know, that's like that's what I was expecting to happen with acting. It just never quite <laughs> I'm like, I'll move my Where is to my LA. one-way ticket? And then obviously, like someone's just gonna discover me in the mall, but it's so <laughs> awkward they didn't. Um, still waiting, guys. <laughs> if you want to This is come my through, call for help. This is my call. Um, but that's amazing. Um wait, also I love like casually you threw in there that you were water skiing like almost that's really cool to just be yeah. like water skiing at a young age and like on a competitive level so i just i didn't want to like gloss over that too much yeah that's thank like you my cool. mom will
2: appreciate that she's yeah. the big water skier and I love th- water my way. mom's a badass she can kick my ass in like anything yeah. um and we do wrestle a lot every time i don't know why my mom <laughs> likes to fight me like she wants to physically fight
1: me Listen, which she's i can take her down you yeah. for the real world yeah i can take her down <laughs> in
2: that like a physical but like you know she can kick my ass in like snow skiing water skiing anything she was like nationally ranked oh. in her 40s yeah casually yeah yeah. wow that's okay. so
0: awesome so when you made the decision to come to New York how did that like was she supportive of that or
2: was she yeah kind of like, my yeah. mom had always um been supportive of my modeling and then when it didn't work out like when I was younger yeah. with the sizing she and then I you know got a little bigger she was like you could really kill it plus size modeling like why don't you and I in my head I think women we always like all do this but you always just feel unfinished. Like even if you have body confidence, whatever, you're like, yep. well, once I lose 10 more pounds or once I do this or once, I, you know, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be able to like have my life start. And mm. I kind of was always just like, well, I don't want to be quite this big. And like, like you know, I, didn't, yeah. I knew that I could never get small enough to be a sh- straight size model. But I was just like, no, I don't want to be like even at that time that I was a curve girl and I was confident but I still was like oh I don't want to be a fat model <laughs> and like my, my mom had been telling me to do that for years um and then yeah just put it off whatever and then finally like the opportunity actually came and it was real yeah. and I was like all right you know what whatever let's go and are we are you with
1: the same agency now I'm with a different agency everyone yeah. got
0: it but I also love what you were saying about like not feeling like a finished product mm-hmm. because I think that's something that we go through especially as women but you know as people all the time like on so many levels Mm -hmm. like I felt that way about dating or applying for a job or you know like when I'm going out at night what I can wear what I can't wear and I think that is such a part of like gaining self-confidence as you get older to realize that sometimes you just have to like you know leap before you think almost like you know you just have to like fucking go for it and not worry about being exactly right Right. because like what is exactly exactly well exactly
2: and we're never finished we're never Never. complete like that's what it is to be alive yeah (laughs) yep. you're complete when you're dead so (laughs) like
0: (laughs) so we'd rather not do that right now but yeah I mean that's so cool and then when did you start transitioning into comedy because this is just like I like I love that you're like I'm a model and a comic because <laughs> I don't think those two things like are you would assume go together. Right. It's always like I don't know the actors yeah. and the models or right. the actors and the comics, but
2: sure. You skip yeah, well, it's between. funny because yeah, yeah, there are those yeah, two things, yeah. but you yeah. would think comedy and, and it's like an
1: awkward model. love triangle. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> a hot love triangle.
2: Well. <laughs> I don't know how, to, how do I explain okay a, a couple of things for one thing when I did um decide to move to New York for modeling it all happened really fast like I mm-hmm. said it was within two weeks and I remember telling my older brother that I was gonna do this and at this time I was still figuring out I was like I, I was working at a ski resort I was a ski bum I just mm-hmm. wanted to get paid to ski every oh, day I God. was like taking time off to figure out if I wanted to go to college or go to a trade school and whatever um and I told my brother I was gonna try this and he not even not trying to be a dick but he was really he was like Ren do you like actually think you can do that like really <laughs> like and he wasn't being rude he was just like do just you like think, being like, realistic do you think you can yeah. do that and I was like yeah and I always have like I always have and I've always like as women we're taught to just make ourselves small like yeah. and you're taught to it's like vain or embarrassing to admit that you want money or fame which is so weird because men can have conversations like that you know about money yeah. they go on yeah. a golf course and they can talk about money and salary and whatever but like when you're a woman you're it's Unbecoming to admit that you want money or that mm-hmm. you want fame or that you like whatever. And so, yeah, I was like, I, I do you think I can do it. And I always have. And, and he was just like, okay. And then he's never like questioned me again, but then same thing kind of came up with comedy where like, I always loved comedy. I remember I discovered, <laughs> I know he's, Like, we we don't talk about him in the comedy scene anymore. Dane Cook, I discovered. (laughs) My brother's
0: iPod Touch. I kind of knew it was going to be him or Louis. I I was going to say, I had, like, five in my head of, like, who it could possibly be. I feel
1: like every other day, it's like, we don't really talk about this comedian anymore. because like, everyone gets They're all getting canceled. But no, but at the time, I discovered Like,
2: I found my brother's iPod Touch, and I stole it from him. And I was like, this is art. Like, this is true. (laughs) Whatever. And I loved it. And so I always just grew up watching, um, you know, stand up on like Netflix or whatever um and yeah always loved it and then once I moved here I had no friends I didn't I knew <laughs> no one when I moved here yeah. so I started going to comedy shows like for fun uh just like It's a great way to meet people. Yeah, yeah and it really wasn't everyone was so nice and I became friends with the comedians and after hanging out with them for so long some of them were like you like 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 comedy don't you like and i was like oh my god no what it's like a
0: boy when your friends are like i think you like like right i'm like are you trying to get into comedy exactly
2: (laughs) but yeah it was that same thing though where it was like this embarrassing thing to admit that i was like yeah i have always thought I'm funny I've always been able to like actually imagine myself like as I was watching those Netflix mm. specials or whatever it was like I could do, like I want to do like yeah you know I'm like I could I could see myself up there doing it not that I was like oh I have the talent or, and I know I'm good enough because yeah. comedy is so hard and I'm learning that now but it was just a thing where I was like I could see that for myself yeah and it's an embarrassing thing so you're t- you know taught that you should be embarrassed to admit that you want things like that and so yeah I luckily had good friends um in the comedy scene because there are many more comedians that are jaded about it that would tell you not to do it, but I had some really good ones, so. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I
0: think that voice in your head where it's like your intuition. I mean, I've had that with every like creative endeavor that I've gotten into, whether it's acting or podcasting, where you just like, you start to not be fully present in like watching it or listening to it. Cause you're like, oh, I would have asked that question this way or like something like that. And that's when you know. I would have changed this
2: joke that way. I would have, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's when it happens. So what year was it officially when you like decide to take the leap?
2: So comedy, let's see, I moved here in twenty eighteen and then I started doing comedy probably Oh, it was my New Year's resolution. I did it for twenty nineteen. Um awesome. yeah, I did like open mics, whatever. And then um, like was getting a lot of movement from that, but you know, comedy is so hard, you can do mics for years and years and mm. still, you know, and then you yes. have to do barking for years and years. And then you like yeah. it's you work so hard for so long and it still may all be for nothing, but that's we're addicted to it, so we do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, started doing mics and then the pandemic hit. And honestly I completely took off like comedy entirely through the pandemic yeah lots of people were like i wrote so much i did this i tried to do shows why are we in the same place right now (laughs) i was like no yeah and i got asked to do like one like a park show and I just scoped it out first before agreeing to one. And it was one of those things where it was like, you know, there's there's kids out there, people are like playing with their dogs. You're yelling, yeah. And my jokes require a lot of setup. That's just my style of comedy. Yeah. And so if you miss any of it, it's not good. Or it's really offensive because you're only hearing the punchline I'm like, but you didn't hear okay <laughs> yeah. You're like, but I I it was smart. Yeah. It, no, exactly. Like it, was guys, smart, guys, it was smart. And they're like, We're getting high in a park, leave us alone. So <laughs> I yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna do any of that. So fair, completely so just fair. took that time off and I think it was good for my brain, kinda reset whatever. Um mm-hmm. and then yeah. I'd say I've been doing it like on a real professional level for like the last year yeah. got it got it
0: well, you're great. I've watched some yourself it's very oh, thank good you. yeah um so you took that time off were you still like what was the modeling scene like throughout the pandemic kind of was it weird to get like started kind of during that time I guess not totally started you were like a year or two in yeah
2: because I had started in 2018 so no I had like been established and and was working pretty consistently before that and then the pandemic hit and things were like like clients were starting to cancel and then there was one specific uh brand that cancel on me and i was like oh this is one of those where i know if they're canceling like everything's about to get shut down so yeah one I, of the big ones yeah, yeah yeah so i moved home well and one of the ones that like would have pushed the boundaries a little. yes exactly yeah. and they don't yeah. care like they're they're just pumping out over and over again like they don't care about you as a per- it's not that you know it's yeah. like it's crap modeling it's, yeah. it's oh, human no. hanger like from here down yeah <laughs> and i was like okay if they're canceling human yeah <laughs> yeah i'm dead um so at that point, I kept my apartment here, but I moved home to, but, but, you know, just went home. We were so dumb in the beginning, too. We were like, it'll be two weeks. I'm just going to go hang out with my I family like, for two weeks. Like, And right.
0: everyone's, like, crying on day six. They're like, I'm yep. so bored. I right. don't know what to do. I've just been the cornbread. <laughs> Literally the cornbread era. Yeah, yeah I mean... It's just so interesting to me because I mean, I've done shoots before, but I just I don't really know what the world of modeling entails. Yeah. And I'm like, not sure exactly how to ask about that. But like, what is it like on a normal week? Is it kind of more like acting or comedy in the sense that's not super reliable? Or are you like constantly? Booking oh, work, yeah, no, of?
2: like modeling. Honestly, if you like shoot five days a month as a model you're that's considered a busy model like yeah yeah it's not so I mean you'll go to castings and stuff throughout the week but yeah in terms of photo shoots like you'll you know I mean I've had times where I've had way more than that but then I've also gone several months without anything at all so So
1: it's similar to acting yeah definitely yeah Yeah. and it also probably I mean I would assume like there can be like a big build of momentum and then kind of I mean first of all I mean we have to ask let's just let's just Address the elephant in the room. She's a skims <laughs> I knew model. She, I know she was going to <laughs> She's a skims model, you guys.
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> Imagine that you just <laughs>
1: scrolling through, like, Hungover on your Instagram, and you're like just looking through Kim K's stories, and there's Ren. Oh my god! Like, front and okay. I was
2: like, what the world? <laughs> Fun story about that. Yesterday, I'm getting my coochie lasered, Love. and the, gir- story the girl, the right. girl is like, yeah, the girl, like I'm talking, like talking about my life, whatever. Like I do comedy, I model, and then she's like, while she's like in my labia, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Gims. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: my like, God. You are not you're like only so a household glad. name or face. You are uh, in the waxing center, in yeah. the laser center. That is so I mean, fucking that's amazing. funny. Yes. That's hilarious. No,
1: it was so funny because I think at first I like maybe you had posted it and I just like didn't really pay attention. And then either someone it may have been like my roommate or someone would send it to me and was like, isn't this your friend Ren?" And I was like, "Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. And it's so funny because now all of my ads for all these brands that you model for are always you showing up as like my sponsored ads and i'll like dm it to you and be so excited i love it
2: it's so sweet that's so awesome it's fun even for me when i'm like oh like i'll be on you know instagram stories and you know how an ad will come up in between people's stories i'm like oh what's up girl it's me (laughs) that's fun fun. that
0: is that is true. do you remember like
1: the first time that happened was it kind of weird
2: um I mean yeah like the first time I actually I mean you know like when I was doing things where I knew I'd be in their emails I'd subscribe because I wanted to see my mom would send them to me or whatever yeah um but no when it did just come up like on Instagram just a sponsored ad I'm like oh crap okay yeah like it was you know weird but But exciting but great but
0: also they're listening to us so right yeah (laughs) um but what was the casting process like for skims like did you like I'm just it seems like it would be really competitive.
2: Yeah. I don't think I actually even casted with them. So I've worked for like, I mean, not that it's an umbrella company, but I've worked for like Chloe's brand, which is Mm -hmm. good American. And I've worked for Kendall and Kylie. Um, So I think what's cool is they're like generally pretty loyal. Like they'll use you again, you know, at least, you know, a couple more times if they like you, but, um, yeah i think that they had just submitted you know like asked for packages from agencies and my agency yeah. added me that's one of several girls to a package and then they picked me so yeah yeah it wasn't one where i went into a casting okay yeah. got it yeah
0: wow that's so interesting that they like use the same models too and stuff like that yeah, yeah. it's i just amazing have truly no idea of how it works <laughs> oh, like, i will great. say
2: i booked though i did book so one that i did go in for a casting for was skims um for their New York Fashion Week for like a sh- the mm-hmm. show. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys remember the one where they're all on like the escalators and everyone's wearing a bob like a little wig. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I booked that one, but they my agency had accidentally double booked me for this other client in like Ohio. And oh it's like an God. old lady brand—the type of thing that I don't want to be doing. But it paid like five times more and was a more reliable, consistent client. Oh, so they're mm-hmm. like, "We're sorry, you got to do that." I'm like, "Are you serious? I have to get like up You're ruining
0: really? my life." This
2: one's iconic, though. <laughs> to go model floral
1: tunics and capris. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: I'm dead that they're the ones paying more.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Come on, guys. Old old money clients. (laughs) Have you ever had, like, girls reach out to you either in your DMs or just, like, come up to you and just be like, oh, my gosh, you're such an inspiration? Because, I mean, like, I feel like you're an inspiration as a friend. So I just wonder if that, you know, happens. Yeah,
2: I do. Like, I get people in my DMs. And the thing that makes me so happy, it's like, you know, girls that are like, I wore a bikini for the first time in my life because I saw you wearing one. And you have you look like me. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Where they're just like, I love that. Yeah. I can see you, you know, and see these clothes or whatever, and you look like me, and that, that was my thing growing up. I never like I had body confidence and I like, you know, felt beautiful, but I, th- there, there just weren't models that looked like me. <laughs> like, yeah. There simply weren't, so you yeah. just don't feel like there's that space for you, yeah. um, and that's that leads to that same thing of always feeling undone and like you can't be happy until you are, you know, reach some sort size. of yeah, yeah. A certain yeah. size or certain mm-hmm. standards. So yeah. yeah, that that's like a lot of modeling is very seems like very vain and vapid and whatever, and some of it can be, but it's very meaningful to me when I get messages like that and people saying things like that. Because if I'd had that sort of example, my life may have been different too. So
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just having representation. I think like oh, yeah. especially as of the past like ten years or so, it just becomes so wildly obvious how important representation is. And then when it's skewed in a certain direction, how like harmful it can be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's really awesome. Yeah. I was interested in that too. And then also I was watching some interviews of yours, um, and for you, it's really interesting because you have like amazing proportions, but you've like quite a different ratio, like yes. hip to waist, <laughs> which is like, so for people listening, I feel weird, like woman explaining your body That's to you, totally fine. but you've an 18 inch difference, right? yeah about maybe
2: the one you saw yeah like maybe maybe a little yeah at that time it was maybe it's a little bit less now but yeah typically people have it like your measurements are a 10 inch difference that's what you know you buy in jeans or whatever it's like if you have a 28 inch waist you have 38 inch hips and yeah mine's between 15 and like 18 yeah yeah so yeah i just have weird proportions I mean yeah. I'm happy with them Love yeah. them. But, well yeah. I mean in a way
0: they're like enviable like you actually like have like curves the way we're meant to as women I'm like oh I do, have a, I do have a bet <laughs> let, me, yeah. let me not forget but um has that ever impeded you from being able to like shop in certain places oh, or? Yeah. yeah
2: still I cannot like <laughs> unfortunately. Sure. you just have to get your pants tailored like it's not yeah. a fi- like it's so hard to find yeah if it fits like if it can get over my hips then I'm swimming in the waist so mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. um no it's still a struggle but I'm like at the same time I think fast fashion has really tricked us into thinking that your clothes are supposed to fit you all the time when like you yeah. go back you know 20 30 years no one even even like high-end you know stuff people did not expect you're not supposed to be able to wear stuff like right off the rack yeah, like, like it was it was always tailored. understood yeah. you have a tailor and fast fashion is like fucked us <laughs> in yeah. that
0: way yeah truly this is so embarrassing i i don't think except for like maybe a wedding here and there i've like ever gotten anything tailored
2: what <laughs> <laughs> I tailor my own stuff a lot, and I'm about yeah. to bring
1: my stuff to you. Yeah, yeah, I tailor everything. I think I do
0: have to. I just like look Don't. stupid in it. Right. <laughs> like I think it's truly a laziness thing. You know, I need to start doing that because there's some stuff where it's like so almost there, and then it just doesn't doesn't cinch the right way. Yeah, but I feel that. That's
1: wow. That has changed like,
0: my perspective in a big way god bless
1: (laughs) i also i have a dumb question so this is really just for me do you feel like you were born with like the ability to just like look like a model and photo shoot like i (laughs) i ask this because i can't take a solo picture so i'm like do you have to be born with like the ability to just work it
2: I don't know cuz it's it's funny because I you know I am a professional model and I can get on set and turn it on whatever yeah. but like for me to take a selfie is the most self indulgent disgusting <laughs> thing ever I'm really bad at selfies I can't do so it funny. I'm also not sexy like that's just not like I can do it when I'm on set and I'm doing skims whatever it's it's really it's like Sasha Fierce and Beyonce like I can turn on this mode but when I'm out and about in the world I do not feel that way about myself (laughs) like I'm like I'm not sexy I'm very dorky I'm very awkward um so yeah I don't know it's some of it's confidence but I understand what you're saying I mean like some people are just photogenic and that doesn't actually have anything to do with them being pretty like sometimes yeah mm-hmm. it's just like they just it just work well, no exactly, I just run you know. out of
0: ideas like that's what I always get feedback on in shoots like I have like like three stop shop like it's like smile like kind <laughs> of like smizing and then like one more right. like angle and there's just so much more to it like do you feel like you've are there like any tips you could give us like <laughs> things we could do to make ourselves look more I feel comfortable like I look angry camera?
1: or that I have to poop Oh, see, m-
2: <laughs> my mom always said growing up, she and it would always drive me crazy. We'd get into fights yeah. like while she's taking my photos. And even when it was in like, a professional setting where yeah. we were both like supposed to be doing it, whatever, <laughs> and she'd always be like, you're furrowing your brow, you're furrowing your brow, you look angry. And I'm like, you're making me angry, Mom, by saying that. Stop. You're like,
0: my face is translating. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just like being comfortable moving, really. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, I do the same thing. I mean, I just have way more than, you know, Like, I have like 20 poses, but you go through them, and then you just reset and do it again. And yep. it's going to yeah. be a little different every time the, you know the angle the photographers out whatever but I don't know I've also had shoots that come back where I'm like I'm a professional model these suck like these are <laughs> so bad like yeah
0: guys it's very humanizing <laughs> honestly um do you ever like dance on set is that a thing that actually happens
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one area it's so funny like I said I can turn yeah. it on but dancing I am just a Textbook like dorky
1: dancer. I'm just not. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like
0: I would look like a dad in these photos if we got like. I sometimes get like
1: called to go to like shoots or Mm -hmm. castings and things, and they're like, we just want you to like look like you're having fun and like yes. dance around, yeah. like you're having fun at right. a party. And I was like, I, I don't think I can even go to the shoot. Right? Like, I, I was like, <laughs> so I, I quit. This like do to I get me... a shot
2: while I'm there? <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> or... happened to me at a casting like literally last week. So it was for um, a bridal company. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we like, you know, it's really lifestyle. Like it wants, we want to imagine you a bride on our wedding day, happy dancing, whatever. And so they actually like, you know, some castings, you just go in, they take a quick picture, you leave. But this one, they really wanted to get to know my personality and see personality and movement whatever so they they actually had like more of an interview sit down with me and then they're like okay well, we're just going to take like a 30 second video of you dancing if that's cool
0: <laughs>
2: you guys have no idea how fucking long 30 seconds is <laughs> oh, when no it's idea. one person with an iPhone and like a like playing the music off of their phone speaker it's oh, not loud no. enough and you have to di- no. like i'm like oh. i even say in the thing i'm doing i'm like 30 seconds is a long time okay <laughs> and i keep and it was so funny too cuz i was just like oh they're going to think that i'm so like i don't i'm not a good dancer i don't need to, but i'm like i can like I can model wedding dresses like and so then I was like well let me show you like I also do comedy let me just show you one of my comedy clips and yeah. then I was like you just get a better idea of like, <laughs> like, that's like more my yeah, like, my type yeah. By. yeah. exactly that's so, so funny I yeah, still don't know if I got that one yet I'm gonna say no
0: but... <laughs> you're like but let me show you my yeah. comedy work while we're at it right. <laughs> um no I totally get it I this is Flooding back memories of like doing commercial casting, which can just be like (laughs) so. They're like, okay, now everything's quiet, but you're throwing a ball to a friend. and then they don't catch and you're like oh gee and it's just like like these really like oh, convoluted like weird, yeah like, yeah mine was always like hair commercial
1: because I have really thick hair yeah and so they'd the be same. like shampoo with no shampoo yeah and I was like and you're okay. like knots in your hair like, okay. yeah I was Great. like I don't remember how to shampoo yeah and
0: they're like don't mime it but also don't not do it and you're like <laughs> <laughs> what
2: right <laughs> where
0: well, do I go from here <laughs> and
2: I remember I was at a casting one time and I think it was just like a mix-up on my agency's part because I I I mean, I do sometimes... Like, I do commercial work, but I'm a model, I'm not an actress. And I would love to get more into that, but I would need classes and I'm willing to do the work. But like they're very different things. And so I go to this casting and I see the other girls and I could just tell they're not models. I'm Mm -hmm. like they're beautiful girls, but I was like, wait, this is weird. Like they're they were much shorter, whatever. And then we get into it and like it's where they'd call in three of us and have us work a scene together. And I was like, oh, I am in the wrong place. And so (laughs) anyway, anyway, I'm like, whatever, I'm just gonna give it my all see who knows, maybe I book a commercial. I'm an actress now. And anyway, we go we go through it. We're supposed to walk in like we're ordering coffee whatever. And we get done with the thing done with the scene and they're like okay everyone that was great Ren great stuff um but don't look Directly in the camera, and I was like, oh, "Wait, did I? What did I do that?" You're like, "Yep." And they're like, like, oh. yep. and they're like "That's back. what I usually yeah. do no, for exactly. my job." And they're like, "Let's run it back one more time." And then I did it again, and they're like, "Okay, great," but you looked into the camera again.
1: I was that's like, "That's what I do." <laughs> You're I like that is generally what I'm expected <sighs> to do. Just yeah. doing my job out here. That's exactly. so that's funny. It's really, really funny <laughs> to like think easy. about.
0: I know. I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're going to move into quarter life qualms and get into a little bit about your 20s specifically. Okay.
2: Are you your 20s yes I'm 25 okay. I'll be 26 next month
0: okay
1: I yeah. thought so but then, I was like I swear Ren and I are like the same age
2: yeah what would you have guessed though otherwise no because on Google they're lying about you
1: oh I don't yeah yeah no. <laughs>
2: There's one that says I'm 27. There's one that says I think says I'm like 35. Yeah, it says you're like I'm like she just not. I was like I swear
1: because I'm 24. I'm about to turn 25. And I was like I swear we're like the same age because I feel like we talked about it or something around
0: one of our birthdays. Absolutely, so funny. Okay, so then we can very easily talk about being in our 20s. But (laughs) at What the Fucks Up podcast, we do not discriminate. We've had 30 somethings on. (laughs) I think we're gonna have our first 40 something on this week. Anyways, okay, so the first question is What is one of your favorite parts about being in your 20s or just like an overall high that you've had
2: in your years so far? Hmm. Let me think. I mean, honestly, just like my 20s have been coming to grips with it and becoming comfortable with uncertainty mm. and like that's scary but for me it's been the most rewarding part of my 20s like I was you know raised in just such a conservative setting and I mean I had like really cool parents and whatever it's not like I was it was a family thing but just the culture of of where I grew up and whatever Mm -hmm. and um yeah I didn't learn until I like and, and, and regardless of where you live or whatever, you're still, you don't realize like your thoughts and most of your opinions aren't your own yep. until yep. you're old. And like, e- whether even if you didn't have parents that like pushed them on you, still you're just shaped in a certain way. And then you get older and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And then especially with me, like growing up in Utah and growing up Mormon, one of the like. Things about Mormonism, why I think people are drawn to it. I mean organized religion in general, but it's like certainty. It's like here's what's gonna happen after you die. And if you do these things, you'll get this reward or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's Mm -hmm. comforting to some people, but then you realize you're like, that's that holds you back more than anything else. And then also, you don't know. We don't know. We still (laughs) don't know. (laughs) For sure. And so yeah, that's that question used to just terrify me, like just not knowing. Even when I was starting to kind of like things with my faith were changing, it was like this grief that i had to let go of of certainty and now it's one of my favorite parts of life i think it's the, yeah. like just yeah i don't and in in everything not just like like what happens after this but with relationships like i used to you know mm. just you want to be so certain everything's going to be right and it's going to yeah. be perfect and you don't know and you it, you should just be comfortable not knowing and moving through it as it happens yeah, so i yeah. think you know just learning to live in the moment and to be comfortable with uncertainty
0: yeah, like that's relinquishing awesome. that control. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's super cool. And it is very interesting that, I don't know, I, I didn't grow up super religious by any means, but I used to go to church a bit when I was younger. And it's it's so true that, like, in a way, that is something that's so comforting about mm-hmm. any kind of organized religion. But there's so much freedom in the uncertainty, exactly. even though it's scary. But yeah. I, I've always, like, been someone who, like, I love throwing myself at things that scare me. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes to my (laughs) detriment, but a lot of the times for growth. Um, so yeah, I just, I really love that answer cause I think that's something we all should be considering. Yeah, you yeah. gotta
1: be good with the uncertainty in comedy though. Yes. Yes, sure. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You go up there and be like, I'm going to kill it. Yep. And then you're like, Bombed. I was wrong. So hard. <laughs> absolutely destroyed it in a bad way. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. The second question is what is something you've gone through in your twenties or otherwise that has shaped the way you see the world?
2: oh um i mean i lost my dad when i was was 17 and that's like its own whole thing of how it shaped me and like you know gained lots of strength and stuff from that but also like now that i'm a little bit older i'm realizing how fucked up i am from it Where like at the time Mm -hmm. i think everyone thought i handled it so well and even i i did because i really leaned into my faith and like i did seemingly handle it better than my siblings Mm -hmm. um and just kind of like i went into just like this mode of just, like, I'm just going to take care of my family, everything, you know, I'm going to be the strong one, whatever, Um, and now I finally have the space from it to be, like, oh, you're messed up, and so is everyone, and you can still get therapy later in your life, and you need, like, like, you know, it seems like you think you go through something when you're young, and, like, because I did try to go to therapy after it happened, but it just wasn't, didn't work for me, and I think because I, like, yeah i was just still stuck in being strong and now yeah. like i said with now being more comfortable with uncertainty it's also being more comfortable with vulnerability and um yeah i don't know we'll read the question back one more time i don't know if i no, answered that, that at was, all no, you that was, absolutely <laughs>
0: and just how it's like shaped the way you see the world which i think that absolutely answers it um so where are you and your siblings like where do you I'm fall? the middle child. you're the middle mm-hmm. child and Yeah, I mean, that's so impressive to, like, take on that role. But I also loved what you said about, like, yeah, you can do therapy at any point in time. And, yes, we're all, like, fucked up in some way. Like, it's part of the reason I started the podcast. Like, what the fuck are we doing? We're all fucking crazy and fucked up in our own way. So, (laughs) you know, literally. But, um, but, yeah, I think that's definitely something that has honestly come – up a lot
1: on the podcast yeah. recently and
0: really like does shape the way people see yeah. the world i think
1: that makes so much especially on the therapy front like i'm someone that's so pro therapy i love it but mm-hmm. also in some of the hardest like times whether it was a death or whatever mm-hmm. i was going through therapy just wasn't wasn't at that moment yes. i was like i'm mm-hmm. getting through right now yep. i'm not there yeah, yet. Exactly. and so it's like it can absolutely be something later on but i think also just in general like when you're in that strong moment of being strong, you're not thinking like I'm turning everything off and I'm shutting everything out and I know this is going to be a problem. Like, you know, right. you're just like, I'm being strong yeah. and that's what I'm, I'm getting doing. through it. Yeah, whatever Absolutely. way I can.
0: Yeah. yeah, and everyone handles things differently. And I think for some people, that is the way that feels safest, mm-hmm. even if it like ends up manifesting later. Like you can't force yourself to like feel something in the moment if that's not exactly. the way your body wants to respond to it. Right you now. Um, but I'm sorry you had to go through that, that all being said. Um, and we are just, you know, talking about your age, you do come off as like very like wise beyond your <laughs> years in a yeah. way that's really cool. So I think it's definitely given you that so so kind of coming off of that something we like to ask is what is something that you do for yourself when you do feel like you're going through like a difficult time or feel like you kind of need to recenter since there are so many like ups and downs at this point in our lives
2: oh that's a good question yeah I don't know I mean I have like lots of you know little things I do whether it's like I mean I probably take a bath every other day i, oh. love, I like, love i love and i call them tubbies i say take a tub take a, a tubby. tubby oh
0: i like that it's um, like borderline british in the best
2: <laughs> <I know. laughs> way like, okay good yeah but sometimes i'll say it like in a text or whatever someone they're like what what did you say you're what a teletubby you you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you? um, yeah i don't know i mean i think it's important to like make space for yourself but also i think it's important too to understand the difference between self-love and self-soothing Mm-hmm. So, like, both are important. If you've had a really bad day and a bubble bath and a glass of wine is what's going to make you just be able to soothe and calm down, then that's great. But also, if you're only doing that, like, that's not self-love. That's self soothing mm-hmm. Self-love is the hard stuff that you don't want to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's for your future self because yeah. you love you love yourself. It's so, so true. I think it's important having that balance. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I When I get in, like, my low moments or I'm, like, not doing great, I really, like... I just like what you're saying about the future self thing because I'll have to like push myself to be like Caitlin, just clean up the fucking clothes because future you tomorrow (laughs) is going to be happy about it. Go to the group therapy because even if it sounds stupid, you're going to remember it and it's going to come in handy. And yeah, you really have to like plan for future you in a very intentional way. So I love that. Um, so we're going to end with a game of, oh wait, no, no, no. I have one more question. Okay. Can go I have one more question. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot about this because you were talking about this on the questionnaire and I do want to ask you about it. Okay.
1: Okay. So for this one, cause we haven't even touched on this, but yeah, we'll, we'll we get into to. it in the game
0: too, but we're such girly girls in this sense. We're like dating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. So basically how has your take on dating like changed or developed in your twenties?
2: oh man okay (laughs) lots thank god i didn't forget about this one a very main thing right okay so i've only had like two serious relationships in my life prior to the one i'm in now and i can't now that i'm older i can't even look back at them as serious relationships because i was i was first of all just young and was mormon and was not having sex and was (laughs) going to marry these people and just start having like like immediately start pumping out babies and whatever and yep. um as much as I mean I understand that's s- like like I, I appreciate moving slow and whatever I understand that sex is and is not love but I'm like they are it's an important part of a relationship yep. and you really nice can't thing know to do. yeah like it's a yep. very important thing to nice. to know it's yeah crazy to me that I was gonna marry people I'd never had sex with before but whatever <laughs> um so anyway then I moved to New York My life kind of changes. And then I was in just this toxic thing that was never even a real relationship, and it was bad. Um, And then I took, like, an entire year off of dating and then started dating again. And then I don't know. I don't know whether it was just because I'd then had the bad experience with this guy or it's probably that, a combination of that, the fact that dating in New York sucks, like casual dating, like hookup culture, such a thing. And then also I was finally able to, like, come to grips with the anger I had toward my dad yeah my dad Mm -hmm. so like for a long time like when people die you need them to be a hero at first and then my dad um committed suicide so that was like a thing where I didn't want anyone to like think of him badly and I needed that to be a you know I was like no he was a good man he was just sick
0: was that hard with the religious element too I'd imagine
2: (laughs) a little bit but like no people weren't you know I think most people were cool but it was just a thing where I felt this need to defend him to other people but then I didn't realize I was also doing it to myself yeah you forget in life like people I don't know we think that people are inherently good or or you know people are like that they're good or bad but it's like no people are both all the time simultaneously mm-hmm. yes. and so I'm like my dad can be a hero and a wonderful person and a wonderful father which he was but what he did was also really fucking wrong and shitty <laughs> and it yeah. can be sure a lot of it was a product of an illness and that's yeah. something that you know everyone has the you know should not feel Shame about mental health and all that, yeah. But also, I'm like, my dad, not only did I lose him in that way, he also left me. Like, it's yeah. a, a, an additional abandonment on top of the, the grief of the loss. Yeah. And so, I think for like the last year or two, I've just truly hated men. And I used to like hate those women that hated men, you know, I was like, you're yeah. so I'm, like, immature, like, just grow up. I don't, I don't, I don't know, I was like, so anti feminist, and now I'm like, no, you all suck.
1: Like, <laughs> you
2: do, like, it's and, like, real, you really, right. yeah.
0: I know, I, I. Actually really hear that like I remember When I was younger being like I'm a feminist But you know when we were younger That like qualifying type of feminism You're like I'm a feminist but I'm not like a Man hating feminist and it's
2: like no, as you get older, you start to say, <laughs> yeah.
0: like, I find that hate all th- men, but I hate
1: a lot of them. Right. Well, that's even
2: okay. The, even the good yep. ones suck. And we just yeah. we, oh, yeah. we just put them on a pedestal for doing the bare minimum. The absolute <laughs> bare minimum. Yep. I mean, yeah. truly, because like,
1: yep. it's like, I have guy friends that I love, that I love right. with all love. Of my heart, but they're all kind of shit yep. people when yep. it comes to like dating and all right. that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I love you. I love yep. you. You're doing the bare minimum. Right. And that's it.
0: I think it's like kind of a great illustration of exactly what you were saying where it's like these two like seemingly conflicting things Mm -hmm. can be true at once and I've been doing DBT recently which is dialectical behavioral therapy and it's something totally new for me and a lot of it seems like really cheesy and obvious but then that was something that like I really realized I was like you know even on this podcast always being like everything's like a shade of gray or whatever <laughs> but it really is hard yeah. for our brains to be like someone can be like a guy can be a really great friend and a really great mm-hmm. person but a horrible romantic yes. partner like yep. my dad could be a hero but also have done something that was like unfair to me yes. like you know like and I I think that's true of every type of relationship in your life and like is something you just have to come to terms with is that no one's going to be all one thing and you're going to be so disappointed if you expect them to just follow. Yeah. You know, ourselves included and realizing that about myself, like sometimes I can be so hard on myself. I'm like, I suck. (laughs) Nina knows this. (laughs) And then I'm like, I'm also the shit. Exactly. (laughs) And both of these things are true at different times. Right. So yeah. But yeah,
2: but yeah, with, I don't know with, dating so then yeah. I like I don't know I got to a thing too where I was like okay I'm gonna start asking for like actually what I want in in dating and so yeah. that um while it was very empowering didn't lead to like a relationship it just led to like you know I like was just straight up with guys and then like they just didn't see me again I was like all right that's fine that's cool saving so really, time though yeah no it saved me time and I felt good about it yeah and like I also got really really comfortable with being alone and like really liking it actually like genuinely I'm very good at it I think I could do it forever and even though you like I think you know it's natural for everyone to yearn for companionship I really was just like if it's if it's out here or if, if what I thought was love, if that's that, like, that I felt before, if that is love, it's I know I don't need that. Oh my like, God. No, oh my like God. I have Sad. like my best friend. She's the love of my life. I'm like, no, we'll just, and we had made a, a pact. We're like, once yeah. we get to a certain age, we will just have a domestic partnership and raise children together. Like if I we want that. children, but like, I have that with many gay sense. friends. Yeah. <laughs> just yep. get Dick on the side. Like it'll yep. be fine. I like um, it. But yeah. And then I don't know when I started dating <laughs> this guy. So it's funny. Cause I actually um, started dating his Roommate first. That's how we. Met. <laughs> oh my god, Icon. I love yeah. that. And his roommate and I like just had. To, I mean, I remember him telling me, he's like, I've never met someone I'm so compatible with. Like we like well, liked each other so much, but it just wasn't a romantic click. Like yeah. for whatever yeah. reason, even though I'm like he's attractive, I'm attracted like whatever. It just wasn't this thing. And so he, you know, I had met his whole group of friends including his roommate and his roommate at one point was just like hey if you're not like gonna do something about her but you're still cool with her being around like I'm gonna I'm gonna date her and he was like abs that sounds perfect like because I love this chick <laughs> I want her as a friend but that's it's just awesome. not working wow yeah. that is that's so like ideal yeah
0: like a great Right. how did you meet the roommate who was like so the first
2: one we're actually both from utah we went on a okay. date when we were like teenagers off oh. of like tinder and then nothing ever came of it and then i moved here and then he moved here about a year ago and mm-hmm. so we had just stayed connected through like social media so yeah. um went out a few times and then i met his friends and yeah and then his roommates also from utah so it's cool because we're all
1: normally like dating same. your ex's roommate right <laughs> for real, for real. but then
2: the That's one thing awesome. i will say like obviously it is it is important to you know state what you want in a relationship as you're getting into more mature relationships. Like, you know, don't make time for fuck boys and whatever and say what you want. But also like dating him has just been so lovely and easy. Then I'm like, oh, that's actually how it's supposed to be. You are not yeah. supposed to have to beg someone for the bare minimum. You are not yeah. supposed to have to lay all, all of that out. And I understand when you're dating younger people, whatever, like it's, it's wise to do that. But when someone wants you, they will, you will never second guess it. Yeah. And I spent so many times, like, you know, so much time dating people where I was just so anxious all the time. Even when it was going well, just wondering how do they feel about me. And when you're with the right person, you will not doubt or even yeah. wonder how they feel about you. It's, Aww, that's it's, awesome. Yeah. Are we allowed to ask what his name is? His name's Auden. Oh, gross! I can't say that I'm in love with him. It's so weird. No. (laughs) (laughs) And how long has it been at this point? so we've been friends for like a year um and now we've been dating for like i don't know the summer has been a blur the last few months but like three three four months yeah yeah it's new but like i said i've basically been single my whole life and i so i'm like (laughs) i've i've waited for the right person and you're like i've put in the no when you started like
1: soft launching him i was like i've never seen this man before (laughs) and i was like going through i was like it's not her makeup artist that she's friends with like uh, oh my god that's so funny yeah
2: no he's it's yeah no, yeah.
1: it's good. It's just weird for me, too,
2: because I'm like, I've never been truly in Like, Because now that I am in love, I'm like, oh, yeah, everything I felt before was not love. This is yeah. what it's supposed to feel like. But it's terrifying. And so yeah, I've had to I'll tell him to just be like patient with me because that's the other thing, too. When you get so used to being in shitty relationships or whatever, just trauma in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good doesn't feel comfortable.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that like h- having had experts on, they talk about that so much, how people can confuse comfortable with healthy Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times what you're comfortable in are patterns that you should really try like be trying to actively get out of you know so that's something that I think people do all the time unintentionally when they're dating is they'll just like go back to the same thing it'll be a different guy or a different girl they'll look different but it's the same types of patterns that feel safe because they're familiar exactly. but not because well, they're good and
2: then when it is good yeah. that feels uncomfortable like truly yeah. it feels like no i see it in your face you're like i love it yeah no <laughs> i do and it's so scary and it's it's yeah it's a it's a cycle you have to break but then it's also where i'm like now i'm confusing my like I'm like my gut's telling me to run i'm like no that's not your gut that's just you're being yep. uncomfortable with good with it feeling good i'm like it's Wait, literally not your this? gut because when you're actually like calm and at peace your gut is telling you that this is right so yeah yeah, it's funny it's it's such a weird thing
0: it's so true too it's like is it my gut or is it anxiety (laughs) oh yeah
1: no because people always say like having butterflies like isn't a good thing for Mm. which for the longest time was like so hard for me to like i was like what but then they were like, "Butterflies on a first date, fine. Whatever. You're nervous it's okay. the first date. Yeah, they but can. Then it's like they, they don't
0: have to be bad. It's just like if you're having if you're
1: having butterflies every yeah. single time you see this person oh, for yeah. like a year, something's off. And right. you're like, and I was nervous. Like, to well, and it's also if you like, have yeah.
2: butterflies when you're not with them, when you're like, why do I just feel constantly like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I was like, like, oh, gotta differentiate. There's bad butterflies and good right. butterflies. There are guys. Well, yeah. bad but butterflies. they are moths. Right. Oh Uh, my God! You two, I hated that. Are we? Is that that new merch? They're moths. Moths. (laughs) Butterfly or moths? I'm
0: sweating. (laughs) nita's like that was worse than a hug.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I'm not good. Talk about (laughs) uncomfortability being good. We love it. Growing
0: and learning on this Mm. podcast every day.
1: (laughs) moving right along moving right <laughs> along I
0: loved hearing about that though um, that's I so did, exciting yeah. and mazel tov yes, as the fake Jew I am I have to say that um, saying congrats feels weird I'm like it sounds like you're a graduation sounds like you're right. right yeah Ugh, whatever <laughs> now we're like sister fighting okay so <laughs> now we're going to move into the last section of the podcast okay. which is called the seven T questions okay so it's T-E-A like what's the T? spill the T. yeah it. okay it's, you'll appreciate it's like vogue 73 questions oh, but i love those I but love seven those. okay you're gonna do it one day i feel it for you
1: Ooh, yeah. oh yeah, right. that. nice. Ooh. Yeah, you heard it here first yeah. yeah heard it here first
0: so the first question is other than your amazing dating life which we're so excited about what is the current tea in your life or something that's like going on or you're excited about
2: oh, in i don't know i mean other than the dating's all consuming right now but um I love that I I mean, I have a two and a half year old niece. She will always be the tea. She has. I have the funniest. Like we have just a a shared album in our family of just hilarious like videos and photos of her. She's just the love of my life. I love being an aunt. She's the first one of our family. And it's like. I love her so much, too, that it makes me physically ill sometimes. Also uncomfortable. Yeah, no. And and (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. Like I used to, like I said, you know, growing up more and thought I was going to have like eight kids. And now I'm like, I think it might kill me to love someone that much. Like, I I love her so much. She's not even mine. And I know your heart expands or whatever when you're a parent. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm meant for that. (laughs) It might break my heart. I asked my sister-in-law. I was like, how do you not just look at her some days and just sob? And she goes, some days I do. That's all I do all day. Just look at her and cry. Yeah. Mm. Let's tell. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I don't know if I can do it. Woof. I don't know. I know.
0: I, I feel the same way about having lovely old Delilah Aww. over here. She's not even old. I don't know why I said that. But, yeah, having her sometimes, like, when this morning it was – there was thunder outside and she was like shaking. I was like, how do I like calm her down? Like I have to protect her. And like, it hurt my heart and my soul. And I like, couldn't go back to bed because I was just like, I need her to feel safe. Like, how do I communicate that to her? And it's just, it's the same thing with a kid. It's yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine it,
1: but maybe that's a lot of love, a lot of love for one being. Um, Okay. The second question is what is the smallest hill you're willing to die on?
0: I loved your expression
2: there I have one that might be super offensive So if it is we'll we'll We'll, add a lighter one after Perfect (sighs) Homeless men with big dicks Have no right to be homeless (laughs) I mean this This is the hill I will die on Okay. No listen Sling it to a liberal arts student She'll put you up for six months Figure it out dude figure it out And you have light eyes fuck you No (laughs) No, light Eyes and a Big Dick, figure it out.
1: That's honestly. I'm, I would join you on that hill. That's like such I'm a good point.
0: I'm dying. Wait, so what are they doing? Are they modeling? Are they selling no, their Big Dicks? No, literally they're
2: just, they could sleep hook with, up with anyone. a girl. For
1: real, hook up with an art student. Clean themselves up. Honestly honestly like you know someone would you're be willing he, to sacrifice you are good dick. homeless
0: and attractive <laughs> and have literal you're but like you've been blessed I'm just imagining you seeing these homeless guys just like peeing in the street and you're like how dare no, you there's one time i was
2: there was a guy on christopher street and yeah he, he, his dick was out and it troubled me not because it was out but because it was lovely it, i was like <laughs> what you have no me. right to be homeless with a dick that nice <laughs> I, like figure it out honestly that is so this real is the
1: hottest <laughs> take and i'm obsessed I'm I'm obsessed with this hill personally <laughs> now that, especially the light eyes thing so i'm like that's funny. a damn good point like the think about the ice. amount of people that you've brought home And you've never questioned whether or not they're (laughs) home (laughs) Exactly. Fucking wash, clean yourself up. I would never know. Literally get on a dating app, sir. Oh, my God. That
0: is so fucking funny. Obviously, we care about mental health and stuff on this podcast. But that's really fucking funny. And (laughs) we're going to let you die on that hill. We won't actually let you die. There's no death. All right, if you're there with me. (laughs) Yeah, only if Nia's there, too. Um, Okay, so the next question is... Who either historically or now is your celebrity crush?
2: Oh, my gosh. This is so embarrassing because he's gross now. <laughs> That's so mean. I shouldn't say that. But Frankie Muniz was my first <laughs> celebrity crush. <laughs> and I'm dead. No. And you guys. This is so embarrassing because he's so gross no. now. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he kind of is. But listen. No, he is. Right? That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> OK. Yeah. So. Um, Agent Cody Banks. He was very cool. Uh, back okay, in the day, yeah. Agent Cody Banks comes out, and this was at the time where like DVD players were like pretty new. So in my bedroom, like my childhood bedroom, I had a VHS player, and then downstairs we had a nice TV and a and a DVD and a player. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the store with my mom, and it had just come out. On, on VHS and DVD and my mom was like like I go to grab the VHS and she was like oh no, let's get the DVD like let's get the nice one you know whatever and here's I was like no mom VHS and she like couldn't figure like she was like what is wrong with you like we have a nice thing and I I as a kid was so, felt so much shame watching kissing scenes Oh. but I loved it it was like a little you, porn mm-hmm. to me yeah, and so like, I was I like it. I don't want to watch it in the awakening. living room on the DVD player yep. in front of my I was like no and I feel want things. exactly I want to feel things for Frankie Muniz in the privacy of my own room on oh, VHS yeah. like she was like friend it's becoming obsolete and I'm like I don't even know what that word means I'm too young and I'm, <laughs> but, I'm but I'm a horny like, little like, horny little seven year old just let me watch it in my room I'm <laughs> like dying. let me feel something exactly
0: let me feel something in my vagina yep. for Frankie Muniz in my own time in my own room with my old school VHS. also
2: i I'm remember dead. the first time that i had an orgasm i thought i invented it like oh, i was so young you, like you're like, so young and me? you don't know yeah, yeah. i'm like well, I've i, I it. thought
0: it was a superpower i thought, I I was thought like, it okay i thought I'd, i a, discovered something i was yeah. like this is wild like no one, like, one no knows, one knows about this wrong though i was right. like what no but that f- th- i was gonna say that that was the other thing but i also like started doing it a lot because i was like this right and then i was like did I break myself? I was right. like, oh my God! I you literally thought over- something was
1: wrong because right. I was like, "No one." Yeah. I mean, girl, uh, like, I'm girls now, didn't talk people, about like, it. Now they do. About thank it. God. Even but now, like, like,
2: people are still weird. like, I remember asking yeah. my, and I was my my best friend wasn't born growing up, and I I was, and even so, I still was like, I don't think masturbating is that wrong. I don't think it's weird, whatever. But yeah. I had asked her, when we were in high school, and we were both very like crude, fun, sense of humor, whatever. But I asked her, I was like, "Do you like have you ever masturbated?" And she was like, "Oh no, Ew. like like yeah, it's was really like, it had such a bad." to
0: be like that right. which is so right. crazy and now that
2: we're older though she was like i've been humping anything i could get my eyes on since i was five years old she's like my she's mom like, used to I'm have to pull, pull me off of things and i was like oh, oh
1: you're oh okay good. Oh. Word. Wonderful. i
0: pray my parents don't listen to this but <laughs> it used to be the hot tub jet like if i was oh, in it alone i was God. like so I you so no it was, yes. it was the perfect slap yes. it was exactly that yes if you Literally. didn't if you didn't
1: hit a, a hot tub jet you're or just a like, shower a detachable
0: shower head then
1: yep you haven't lived No but it's so
0: crazy And I think it just goes to show How much I mean you said this literally In the beginning of the podcast Where Oh Lila you good Um, (laughs) But you literally said In the beginning of the podcast You were like We don't realize how much Like so much of What we grow up with And our thoughts Are Mm -hmm. not on our own And like That's very much What that shit is And there's still Like even now I'm like Oh I hope my parents Don't hear this Or like You know whatever Like, like, why? There's so much (laughs) Especially for women Shame around like Being sexual In Mm -hmm. ways that it's just crazy because I know like on a a clear level like I do not feel ashamed about this but still like this internalized shame. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking funny. crazy. Anyways. Wild i love on. that we all have our, our shower power yes <laughs> shower power shower power that's power. merch who needs flower power when, when you, you have shower shower power. Power. That's a new
1: shirt that's uh, the merch i, I want yeah, yeah i want yeah, that yeah. yep done done and done um Dead. on a hilarious transition who is someone who's currently inspiring you <laughs> oh. <laughs> other than frankie you know. um, <laughs> oh, God. um let me
2: think oh okay tori dunlap she has a podcast called the financial feminist uh-huh. it's so good she's first of all is just so charming so likeable but she talks about these things like what I was talking about earlier about so I mean she's like a financial expert and talks about how you know women were just not taught to have conversations around money. And in fact that you should be ashamed of it and that it's like really, you know, not correct to like be at a dinner table or whatever and talk mm-hmm. about money. Um, and so she just teaches people like it's just a great podcast, but teaches how to like build up a say an emergency savings and then how to start investing. And I think more That's women awesome. need to do that. Also like studies have shown that women, so while they do invest w- at way lower rates than men, when they do invest, they're way better. At oh, it. they're, they crush no. oh, it. Exactly. So yeah. Because
0: so, we actually think things through and don't just like, yep you know, do things with our dicks and assume
2: they'll be right. No, I want women to be rich and to not be ashamed of it. Same. Here, (laughs) fucking here. You're
1: preaching to the choir over here.
2: Okay. um, The
0: next question is, what is one of your favorite things about yourself physically or otherwise? So it could be physical Uh, or personality trait.
2: Hmm. I mean my sense of humor's up there like that's my like Fuck yeah. that's also why I love my boyfriend so much and why we're good together but I don't know like I um I've said this before but it's it's been the thing that's given me the most confidence in life so mm-hmm. my dad made sure I knew that I was beautiful like he told me that every day but he also made sure I understood that that was the least interesting thing about me oh I so, love that yeah like he made yeah. sure I knew I was funny and I was smart and I was kind and I was clever and all these other things so yeah I think that's given me a lot of confidence in in life I love that. That's such a good answer.
0: Yeah, I I think that's something that like is being so emphasized now in parenting but is so fucking important mm-hmm, yeah. to not just like tell your kid like you're so cute especially right. your girls exactly yeah, yeah no
1: my parents did such a good job of that too because like I mean for a while I was like what's wrong with me because no one wants to date me my dad was like you're just intimidating because yep. you're good at everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I was like you're okay. like that's yeah. exactly it now here I am at like almost 25 my dad's like you're just intimidating <laughs> <laughs> like all righty <laughs> we
0: also love Nina's dad on this podcast yeah, no. and my dad Aww. I love you too dad if you're listening i hope you're not though because i talked about <laughs> masturbating no and my no
1: my my parents are the the biggest supporters of the pod yeah Aww, no we love, love it that. we really do okay next question what is your go-to guilty pleasure this can be in any category
2: oh love island oh love island uk yes specifically, yes. Oh, specifically. yeah i am not watched. caught up though so please don't say anything. yeah and then also i make the world's best ice cream cookie sandwiches Ooh. so you have to do it it's you have to do it like it's you make one and then have to go like pass it to the person so i do it with my family but i just get like the pillsbury like one the taken bait or like the oven baked oh, ones yeah, whatever yeah. where they're already pre-done you put them in the oven and then you get the tonight dough jimmy fallon <gasps> Ben and Jerry's ice cream, okay, oh, so and then between two, you let them cool just a little bit, just little, but they still, you still want them to be warm, okay, mm-hmm. and then between two warm cookies, you put this ice cream, and you have to take it out immediately. You got to run, run it to the person with a <laughs> with a big paper towel, but oh my god. <laughs> the
0: way oh. you were describing it. I'm like, this I'm turned a, on? Yeah, yes. I think I know. I was I'll, like, this feels sexual.
2: I'll bring them next time. This We've, feels yep, sexual. Yep, we'll wait, do I'm it. I'm You're like, obsessed. I will sprint over. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I'll just bring the ingredients. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah just, just put it in the
1: oven. My roommate's going to hear this and be like, when is she coming back? Yeah, yeah literally. Like,
0: I just got so hungry and horny at yep. once for that. Like, that sounds amazing. I have nutted just a little bit.
1: Wow. Just a tad. Wait, also, what Love Island? season is your favorite? I feel See, like
2: three. I, everyone says I've I can, never watched it. I'm I just... confuse them. I think there's the one that has um, like Molly May and uh-huh. t- and, and the yes. the one like that that season's my okay, favorite. Okay, yeah, that think. was a good one. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, most of them are, are great. Great, They're, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. great in all their different ways. But that's the one that I th- I think my friend put me because I I didn't understand it at first. Also, I got asked to be on Love <gasps> Island on no the American way. version. Yeah, and I was in the UK at the time, and we you have really weird internet, and you can't yeah. like search certain things on Netflix there and whatever. Yeah. So I asked my mom. I was like can you look into this for me she like calls me back the next day and she's like absolutely not it's disgusting whatever and I was like okay whatever and I never watched it and then I tried to and I didn't get it and then my friend put me on she was like so watch this season and yeah. then I watched it and yeah. I was like my mom just ruined my life really? I could have <laughs> had two,
1: two million followers in a boohoo campaign or whatever no uh, yeah yeah but it's it's fun. also though like UK is just so much better than Oh,
2: I won't even watch that's the other thing yeah, too. I'm like, like I would want to be on the UK version. Yeah. I'd go in with an I an awful in accent. American. So, Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> like, I'd go I'm in from with a Utah, fake
0: but I like this version better. So hi. That's literally what <laughs> I would try be to be so do. Because yeah. I'm like I'm just a sucker for accents. So
1: yeah. I'd be like God, Hello. I love Love Island. I literally watch it while I eat breakfast. Yep. My I'm, roommate re- like has always been like kind of weird. And then recently she watched she ate breakfast and watched with me and she was like, this, this, is, this is the s- way to start your day. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the last of the 70 questions is what is something that we the listeners or, you know, the people following you might otherwise not know about you?
2: I have my left foot is a size nine and my right foot is a size eleven what so yeah everyone has like a half size difference wait that's like sorry i'm looking at your feet no yeah wait
1: i want to see sorry this my feet are so gross right now this part of the video because no free free feet yeah no
0: free feet yes wait oh my god yeah
2: wait so did you have
1: that's to buy wild. different shoes i just like, get
2: a 10 and suffer i just it's fallen off of one and it's tight on the other i've oh taught i've like trained these toes to curl has bit, it been like so. that yeah. always yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i remember i told my dad when i was young and he was like yeah right he didn't yeah. believe you he's like he really well let's take them. you to pay less and, and <laughs> like get your feet on a brannock device and i was like why would you know what the n- that's called, you know what <laughs> <it's> <laughs> called? <laughs> a brannock <laughs> device and then we go and he was like, "Oh shit." So, wait, that's like, why? Yeah. That really is crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's my fun, freaky little party trick. Oh that God. is pretty fun. That
1: is that's, pretty fun. I like yeah. it.
0: <laughs> I wonder, I'm like, is that a whole new subsection of, like, foot fetish? Right. Like yeah. We just like, unlocked oh.
1: someone's, like, absolute <laughs> <look>. One's different.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Not kink shaming, but, like, we'll never understand the feet obsession. Right. Wait, I,
1: that's so cool. So, like, when you were water skiing when you were little, did you have to have different settings on each ski?
2: No, because uh, generally a boot's, like, open-toed or yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a little. Yeah. That's better. That's kind I of haven't easy,
0: water skied in ages. I know I miss water skiing. Queco water skiing. Oh, God.
1: I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know if I, 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 it's been so long. I would absolutely crash. I feel like I would get up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like I feel like you're con- I, like it, I, I, would, I feel like I would get up, but I would just be in the middle, of <laughs> right. wake like a loser. No, you gotta fine. go in and out. <laughs> I know, but I haven't done it like ten years. It'd be a disaster. We're gonna do it. So I'm gonna. I peaked then, and I'm capping it there. Used to be really good at the kneeboard, but that's another story. Oh, I love knee so fun it's I'm amazing can't i'm videos. just good on my knees what can i say <laughs> <laughs> dad please ignore well, that well <laughs> on that
2: note
0: thank you so much for coming on the thank podcast you. today this was so fun yeah. this was so
1: so fun
0: i loved our girl time so did delilah even though she almost <laughs> <laughs> unplugged, she almost
1: unplugged yeah, all the microphones, everything
0: which was great um do you want to tell all the listeners where they can find you follow you
2: oh yeah um i mean just instagram i need to be doing tiktok but i'm just i don't have the bandwidth for it yet i'm gonna get there but instagram it's ren parker wren um and then i also produce a show called slim thick comedy that's with two c's you can follow that we're on a bit of a hiatus right now because i'm finding a better venue um but that'll be up and going again soon and i'm usually in uh greenwich village doing comedy every weekend so I yeah. love it. Heck
0: yeah. And then as always, you can follow me at CKNY twelve thirteen. And I'm gonna confidently say follow me on TikTok. Because <laughs> <laughs> as you were saying, are we ever gonna be ready?
2: Exactly. Are we
0: and my TikTok is not right, but you know what? I'm I have to start promoting that. both. So yeah. yes. follow me on TikTok too and follow the podcast at WTF Sub Pod, doing
1: better on TikTok, honestly, thanks to <laughs> Nina here. I try my best. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a niche worker and um, <laughs> niche Nina. <laughs> yeah, niche, niche Nina. Nina I kind of like that. I'll uh, be yeah, on Instagram at Nina Barnett on TikTok at needs Barnett. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.